you know, it is one of those things that is very debatable whether or not you appreciate our clocks going forward this weekend. This Sunday, actually, is when you're going to have to slide that clock an hour forward. I know your sleep gets affected. It takes your body a day or two to figure out what's going on. But there are other things that I want to kind of put into your psyche in advance of Sunday's uh, clock flipping, if you will. And here to help me with that is Larry Coco, Deputy Chief and Director of Community Risk Reduction at Toronto Fire Services. Larry, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rob. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the air. Appreciate it. Oh, it's it's absolutely my pleasure because I think there's so many little things that we forget about, and this is a great conversation piece. So let's start with something that I think is very advantageous to you and to me: changing batteries in our smoke alarms. Yes, um, you know a smoke alarm is one of the, your key. Uh, first lines of defense to protect you and your family in the event of a fire. It gives you that early warning so you can gather your loved ones and get out of the home and call 911 and our crews will come and deal with the fire itself. So when you're doing your clock change, um, it's a great opportunity to check your smoke alarms. Uh, there's a couple of things. You could, you could have uh, several types of smoke alarms in your home. So if you do have a battery-operated smoke alarm, that's the time to change your battery. If you don't have a battery or what they call a hardwired smoke alarm, it's a great time to check the expiry date on your smoke alarm. There's uh, Smoke alarms are only good for about 10 years. So it's a great time just to check to make sure it's not expired. And if it's necessary, replace it. So it's very important. Larry, I know we're always... We're always trying to save money, Larry. Sorry to cut you off. We're always trying to save money, and sometimes we'll go to Amazon and we'll uh, we'll buy a fire detection unit from who knows where. There are certain specifications that we need to make sure that we're at least keeping an eye on. I, I would tell people to make sure that you read the fine print when it comes to making purchases like this because it's a pretty big deal. Absolutely. Um, you know, we recommend that you buy the device that's listed from a reputable uh, safety listing certification. So in Canada, that's CSA. You know, you make sure that the device is properly listed um, and read the instructions. Not only is the operation of it important, but where to place it and where in your home to place it. So the fire code, the law requires that you have a smoke alarm on every level of your home and outside of any sleeping unit and, and then follow the manufacturer's instructions. And, and we're raising this, uh, in, we just launched um, a campaign near the end of 2022, a smoke alarm campaign. And I encourage people to go to our website at uh, toronto.ca smoke alarm campaign. There's actually an embedded QR code that you could uh, download onto your calendar and your smart devices. It'll give you that reminder every six months to check your smoke alarm. Because sadly, over the last five-year period, we had 59% of single-family homes not having a working smoke alarm after a fire. And that number's way I had, too high. I, I had this million-dollar idea because everything goes to your phone now. Like, for example, if there's any movement in my house, I get a notification about this. And I'm sure somebody's already thought about this. But I think that if there is any smoke in your home, that your phone should be alerted as well. Again, I don't know if it's out there and uh, I haven't patented it. So if I may be a millionaire, that's fine. But eventually, I think we're going to get to that point. Because, again, I always like to think about this as a matter of seconds between life and death. Is If you get early detection, you can get you and your family out. 
But if you try to skip steps, if you're not taking the proper play, things like even putting the smoke detector in the right part of the house, I mean, that is a problem. So I, I'd like to know a way where maybe we could find out information as far as where do you put these fire detection units and 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 where do you put, for example, a fire extinguisher in your house? Like I, everybody assumes it's just beside the kitchen, but I mean, there's got to be more information available. Well, in regards to the smoke alarms, um, the, the one key piece of information is the instructions that come with from the manufacturer. So there's some really detailed instructions and gives you uh, optimal locations where to put it and where not to place it. I'll give you an example. You don't want to place a smoke alarm on the outside of any bathroom where, you know, humidity from a shower can trigger it regularly. So what will happen is people will then disable the smoke alarm because of the constant false alarm. So you want to put it in the ultimate, uh, an ultimate locate or, um, um, you know, a good location to ensure that it's not going to be subject to nuisance alarms. Um, You know, importantly is the fact that this is a critical piece of your family's life safety. Hollywood doesn't do a great job in in, in doing the, the, the importance of critical timing. You know, you don't have hours or minutes to get out of your home. You literally have seconds, 60 seconds to 90 seconds is the recommended time to be out of your home uh, in the event of a fire. Gather your family and go outside and call 911. There is also, you know, advice in regards to attempting to suppress. Sadly, we see a lot of critical injuries and deaths because people have attempted to suppress the fire themselves and get into trouble. So you you have to make uh, a critical decision. Our recommendations in the in the event of a fire, gather your family, get out to your meeting place, and call 911. Let the suppression to the professionals of the women and men of the fire service come and deal with the fire itself. That would be our recommendation. What is one thing that you think often goes unlooked? We always talk about fire safety tips. And, you know, today we've told you it's time to refresh the battery and make sure that everything's up to snuff. But what is a common oversight when it comes to, uh, you know, your studies? It's, it's a working smoke alarm. Uh, we are, I'm I'm amazed that how many, how much of the public don't recognize the importance of a smoke alarm in their home. Um, I'll give you a parallel example. When you get into your vehicle, the first thing we do or accustomed to is put our seatbelt on. If you have children, if you try to put your seatbelt on, uh, don't put your seatbelt on. Your children will say, Hey dad, mom, why isn't your seatbelt on? How many times do we send our children to go have a sleepover at a home and ask the parent or the guardian that's taking them, do you have a working smoke alarm? It's not prevalent, and it, it, we really got to get the message out that a smoke alarm is their number one key to your home uh, fire safety. A working smoke alarm on every level is the best thing you can do to protect your family's safety. Uh, I, I think that's great. At 3 o'clock in the morning, if you don't have a working smoke alarm and a fire is developing, uh, by the time you smell the smoke, it's too late. Larry, great insight. I appreciate you stopping by today. I mean, I've got about three things I'm going to do as soon as I get home this afternoon. So I appreciate your time and uh, keep up the great work. Well, thank you, sir. And thank you for helping us spread the message of the importance of working smoke alarms. And I hope you have a lovely day, sir. Well, we'll continue to do that. Thank you. Larry Coco, Deputy Chief and Director, Community of Risk Reduction at Toronto Fire Services. 